If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, having low energy all day long, start sleeping eight hours great every night on a Galway Furniture Tempur-Pedic Adjustable Sleep Set. It'll change your life for the better. You'll have more energy, more cognitive ability. You'll be in a better mood. You may even lose weight. Buy a Tempur-Pedic Adjustable Sleep Set from Galway Furniture today. Galway Furniture delivers free, free, free tonight. Start sleeping eight hours great every night. Change your life for the better today. The 21 things that really annoy teachers and the five things high school students should never do. Helen Perry is all about teaching kids etiquette, manners, things they can do to make their lives easier and more successful. She is my guest on my Houston Women podcast. You don't want to miss this one. She's awesome. And thank you, Mattress Mac, for always sponsoring these amazing Houston ladies. It's just so funny. It seems to be the meeting place for uh, people is at the Nordstrom Rack in the Galleria. It's funny. I met a sunny listener who's the manager there, Helen. Her name is Hillary, and she always tells me about her beautiful daughter, Layla. So uh, this past week, I said, happy birthday, Layla. She was having her 11th birthday. It was the day that I saw you there, Helen Perry. For those who might not know Helen, let me just go through the list of when I say our Houston women make our city shine. I mean, this lady no sleep because she's so busy spit shining this city. Uh, impression management, executive presence, employee training, style wardrobe consulting, etiquette for both adults and children, keynote speaker, humorist, speech coaching, makeup instruction, expert content writer, and personal branding. And you were at Nordstrom Rack because you were outfitting a, a, a professional woman who I guess maybe had a meeting or something and you want to make she, sure she looked totally sharp? It's ongoing, you know, it's just Truly. maintenance. It's maintenance. I take really good care, white glove care of my clients and I know what they like. This particular client loves five inch heels. She works in them. She's got a high arch in her foot. And uh, so I know I happened to spot some that day that I thought had her name on it. And of course she loved them. And that's what I was doing. All right. And I was so glad to see you. It's been so long. So long, so long now, but Helen, just, I mean, you've got unending energy. Helen is a grandma. You've got how many kids? I've Wait, got, you've got seven grandkids, seven grandchildren, seven Six grandchildren are here. One's in Denver. Okay. So they call me cookie. And I'm on my that. second generation of students because I started teaching children's manners when my oldest of three sons, Jack, was a junior at Second Baptist. All right, and but hold on, hold on. Before mm -hmm. we do that, so you're, you, you have clients who are professionals. Yes, men and, and so women. That's how I started my business in 83. Okay, let's, let's focus on that. Dressing, dressing and wardrobing. I had been in retail for five years off and on between having three babies. And um, I loved it. It was just in my blood. I, I just really wanted to be June Cleaver. I never set out to have any career. I had no business plan. Um, I'm writing a book. If I ever finish it, it's called it's called Accidentally Successful because that is great. I did not go about it in any conventional way. Mm -hmm. um, and it's what I love. It's still what I love. And yeah. I would do it for free if I didn't have bills to pay. Well, you, you started dressing people from a, and, and you are very kind and you are forceful yet in such a sweet way to kind of push people to where they need sure. to be. 
Well, and then you know, we're not objective about ourselves. So I want people to shine. That's what impression management is. I want people, I want the world to perceive them as fabulous as they are. And so, and a lot of times we just don't know what we're putting out. We say things that we mean to come across a certain way. We dress in a certain way that we think will be perceived as one way, but it's not. And so I'm the professional fairy godmother that hovers yes. 10,000 feet above you and says, let's try this. And my clients get great results. That is excellent. So you've got that going on for the adults, but then you started thinking, okay, kids here, we got to start brushing up on your skills too. Kids are totally capable of being polite, knowing manners. And so then you, you, branched out into, and, and you've been telling me about your etiquette, cool schools, etiquette Edicool. is cool, etiquette cool school yep. to have mayors. I didn't think of it. It was interim term at Second Baptist. And one of the parents said, Helen Perry's an image consultant. Why don't we get her to come over here and teach these kids some manners? So I got the lesson plans from a friend in Baton Rouge that had been teaching it. I went to LSU and had some friends over there and she has no idea. Well, I do keep in touch and, and out of gratitude, let her know how it's grown. So that was in 92. Uh, Sunday night, in a couple of days, I will have 36 to eight-year-olds at Houston Country Club, teaching them dining, uh, communication, posture, back to school manners. The most important lesson that they learned from Miss Periwinkle, however, is- You're like, uh, who is it? Who is it? The lady, uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Who is the, the oh Mary Poppins? Mary Poppins. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I make them repeat it over and over again. It starts mm. with a K and a C, and it's not Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's kindness and consideration, and I have them say it over and over again. Now, if you don't put your napkin in the right place, or if you hold your fork or knife wrong, which drives me crazy, but that's not unkind or inconsiderate we're all going to make mistakes and those are ways we grow but if you're unkind or you're inconsiderate you see dana children with confidence they emerge from my classes so confident they come in they think this is going to be the biggest waste of time in fact there's an 11 year old boy of little quick video on my website from a class a couple of months ago and he said on the way over here i was such a grouch and he's sitting in Tony's in the wine room having lunch. And he says, I was so mad and I'm sorry, mom, because this was fabulous. The food was great and I learned a lot and I'm sorry I was such a grouch. So wow. they An come in, mm -hmm. you know, frowning, but they get it. And I tell them, you can have the best clothes, the best home, the best education, but if you don't have good manners, if you are not pleasant to be around, you won't get jobs, you won't get invited anywhere, you won't get in schools. And it's really so logical to let someone outside the family teach them this. Parents are teaching them. However, I know that now parents, and because I go into corporations, they don't really know how to set a table. They don't really know how to address an envelope because so much technology they don't communicate that way mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but um i think it's, it's important and i think it's so important for families to have dinners together you you mentioned the the kids complaining this 11 year old we did it in our nearly impossible question 70 percent of women said they've dumped a guy because he complains all the time now 
a complaining guy could be learned at home, you know, from complaining mom, complaining dad, whatever. You need to be aware of these traits that you have that are such Debbie Downers. And this is where Helen Perry comes in because you're always upbeat. You've got this incredible energy. And we have so many teachers, Helen, who listen. And it just seems to be we've got a massive amount of eighth grade teachers And Uh eighth grade was the year. This is the year where you're on the cusp of realizing you've got power. You're eight years old and not, was it eighth grade? I mean, third grade, you've got power. You're almost, you know, getting to be sort of like a teenager. You're right there. And what advice would you have for teachers? Now, not everyone can get their kids to your at a cool school. So give us a little glimpse of what it might look like so we can take away a couple of tips from you. And then you have to let us know how we can reach you. And, and do we make reservations? How yes. can we be part of it? Yes. So I do uh, classes in person in Houston. Uh, I'll travel you by I'll fly. I do virtual <laughs> classes. Uh-huh. And uh, like for teachers, you know, um, I have 21, a list of 21 annoying habits in school. I did some research and I found 21 things that annoy teachers. And I have been teaching this back to school manners class in my home, online. And it's so good to just know these behaviors and I teach children to stop them. You know, you walk like an elephant, you drag your feet, you come to school late, you're unprepared, you um, smell, Um, you're not self-reliant, you ask, for the directions when she's just given them you waste time um and in high school i've seen emails and texts to teachers that are so rude and so casual like hey what's the homework you don't address a teacher that way um you argue you don't you're not a team player you don't help other students you're always yawning because they don't go to bed on time or they don't eat breakfast. Uh, Your bathroom habits are rude. All of these things um, you interrupt. All of these things are behaviors that are never going to garner you favor with teachers, uh, classmates. And so for teachers, teach them these specific uh, bottom line behaviors to lose. And it's so much easier if we can stop habits when we're that age Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I put the fear of God in my students to never smoke cigarettes. I talk to them about tar and that's tar on your lungs. And um, I really love my students and I want them to succeed. That's amazing, Helen. I mean, truly the time and love that you put into these kids. And it's, it's from a mom's perspective, it's a mom's heart, Mm -hmm. you know, and motherhood dies hard. You know that. Yeah. (laughs) How long are your classes? Usually an hour and a half. If there's a meal, an hour and 45 minutes for the really young ones, two hours for the older ones. I have a wonderful booklet. And in those 16 pages, I mean, if they can get that down, I want a child when they leave even just one class to be able to look an adult in the eye, shake hands firmly, 
be able to introduce their parents and not as my mom. Your mother has a name. This is my mom, Dana Tyson. Mom, this is my English teacher, Mrs. Jones. I want them to be able to call a friend. And when the parent answers, say, not say, Freddie there, say, hi, Mrs. Jones. This is Sam. Is Freddie, how are you today? Is Freddie around? I was wondering if he could come over. You see, that to acknowledge each person. And because of the quickness and the instant gratification of technology, the gracious factor has been lost. And I'm in there instilling it. And, and really your children will be so much happier with these skills and do so much better. It's just the logical skill for them to to have, for you to teach. And it takes repetition. And the fine motor skills of, for instance, I'm gonna pick up a couple of pencils, but the way you hold your knife and fork without your, your arms out like this, like a chicken, you, you cut your food like this with the pointer finger, not like this, like a pitchfork. And it takes a while for young ones sometimes to get those fine motor skills. But I teach them the difference of American style dining, continental dining, and I teach them about impression management. I give them adult information, the same things I teach at Rice University, A&M. And when you say Im impression management, that is like the first impression that you have on people. Is that what you're talking about? It's a really hot topic in corporations. And I teach these, these skills to students. Impression management is simply the ability that we have to alter the impression we give other people. There are three types of impression management. Authentic is when you want others to see you the way you see yourself. Ideal is what I work with. I want the world to perceive you in a way that brings out your very best. And then tactical is the spin, like Olivia Pope scandal, if you will. Mm -hmm. I don't do that kind of work. So it takes, it's hard to do it alone. It takes someone objective to jump outside of you because have you ever seen somebody with resting sad face and they don't even oh, yeah. know they frown all the I time? Know. I know. It's, it, and they so don't know, they're, they don't know they're doing it. it. Yep, yep. Is there a lot of, do you use a lot of mirrors or videos? Because man, I know when I work with kids, the first time they hear their voice, Helen, some yes. of them are horrified. I <laughs> thought when I heard my voice, I was a little boy. It was so deep. <laughs> so, And that was like, really, because I was named after a boy, I've got a voice that's really deep. And it was very hard when you're eight to kind of feel like you're a girl when everything's going against you. So kids get really sensitive to these things. Not yeah, but to look mention, what you did with that voice. Take that voice, boy, I'll tell you. But really, well, kids, kids are very sensitive to these, these things. Right. You know, you never want to break the spirit. Yes. Uh, I got my degree in speech. And so I work with them on diaphragmatic breathing and I teach them how chest breathing is not gonna make you sound very confident and diaphragmatic breathing. What we're going for is a resonant velvety tone and you need to finish every word and give every consonant and every vowel its due sound. 
Now we would never go around speaking like this, but when I practice with them, I want them to exaggerate every consonant in every vowel. And I do this with adults and I video them and they can see scientifically on a graph. I go up the stairs, I go down the stairs. They can see the inflections in their voice because if it's monotone, there was a priest we called Father Somonex because he put you to sleep and he was so, <laughs> you know, monotone. So, right. so we teach pitch, I teach tone, intonation, word choice, words to use, words to lose. God, that's so good. I mean, if all <laughs> students had access to this, what do you think is the perfect age to start the kids on this journey of self-awareness and impression management? Well, we start as soon as they're born. Mm -hmm. My classes start at seven. Okay. Because I'm, you know, Bearings Hardware has sponsored my classes, hosted them for many years, and we buy them a box of stationery. They get to pick out the font, the, the design, and I teach them to write with two different sessions, hour and a half each. The first one, we write a rough draft of a thank you note, and the second one, their stationery has come in and they copy it onto the nice stationery. And it takes a lot of concentration, a lot of focus, a lot of work because they really, and I, I let the spelling go because it's so cute the way they write it, but right, I want right. them to understand where to indent, where to place the address on an envelope, how to center it. And they don't know. They just really, even in high school, some of them don't know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'll start with seven. Okay. Uh, some mature sixes come and on up. And then the older ones, I teach them about dating, uh, choices, the five things that if they do, you cannot have do-overs. If you drop out of school, if you get in trouble with the law, if you have a baby, if you... Um, do drugs and alcohol. So there are things like that, that I really convey in, with the older students, but it's never too young to start teaching kindness and consideration. I love that. I love that. What do your, what do your boys think about you and your, your uh -huh. way of becoming this, this <laughs> unconventional career woman who didn't even intend to, you know, have a business like this. It just kind of evolved. Well, they're all entrepreneurs and, and I always, did my business around them because I knew if I, I was a single mom by the time they were six, nine and 12. And I thought if I'm caught in a building downtown and the school calls and one of them sick, I can't leave. So by being my own boss, I could structure to have a two or three hour client while they were in school and I could still be at the soccer games and all that. Um, they're entrepreneurs. It's just in their blood. They're all right. entrepreneurs and um, they are successful and fathers and husbands and um, they say they're proud of me. So they, you know, it's mom. Yeah, uh, I know, but you've taught them some great life skills that make their, these skills make their life easier. Well, people tell me they get thank you notes, written thank you notes from them. They always like to write them. I never had to really make them because they weren't spoiled. My boys sacked groceries, they painted houses, they washed cars, they valet parked, you know, you name it, they did jobs. And mm -hmm. I ran into a mom the other day waiting in to get her car 
repaired and the bill was so high, she burst into tears and she said, I just got a check from the government for my son, for my kids. And I didn't want to have to be the mom that made my kids work. I said, how old are you? She said, I have a son that's 16. I said, let him work. It won't hurt him. I worked at 16. Work is good. I say work, work saves good. lives. Yeah. You, we get these children to, to make them self-reliant so we can let them go. It's really a paradox. So being a helicopter parent is not doing them any favors. I know. No, I know. I'm all about my kids working. We're going to get jobs. All of us. We all work. Because I feel like it brings you, first of all, you meet people, you develop skills, you have to push through days that are really boring and you don't want to work. You have to dig deep to figure out a way to get yourself motivated to go to work because then it becomes part of your DNA and then you're a hard worker with joy. They need to know how to, by the time they're 12 or 13, they need to know how to iron a shirt, how to run a load of wash. And I teach them that their day starts. I also teach time management. Mm -hmm. Their day starts the night before. Lay out your clothes. You know, take good care of your clothes that your parents have worked hard to buy you. And, right, right. And, and you know, I, I get your closet in order. Your life has to work. Do you go to people's homes or are you just getting, do you really? Oh, yeah. That is so cool. Yeah, I do closets. I do family dinners, teaching them over dinner. Helen and the Perry. nicest families send their children to etiquette classes. It's like the smartest students use the tutors. I mean, mm -hmm. the nicest people. And the restaurants that are behind me, like Brennan's and Tony's and the Taste of Texas, uh, the Palm, Seasons 52, they, they're great to me. Donna Ballone comes into my classes and she teaches the students, we don't eat we dine oh wow and when she comes in they'll stop eating and she'll go oh keep eating your your meal will get cold pasta waits on no one <laughs> that's so good because that teaches kids who who might be in a kind of a highfalutin restaurant at some point in their life they will remember that if that's not something that they normally do and who you know who gets to go to highfalutin restaurants all the time this is a life-changing opportunity helen and how do how do you how do we reach you what do we do how long of notice do we have to give you sometimes a day sometimes a month it's it's been really different with covid you know i was yeah, really yeah. so i had waiting lists in um 2019 and i immediately pivoted to virtual classes but mm -hmm. when children are you know taking a lot of that for school to take an extra zoom class was a lot yeah but yeah. i was very pleasantly surprised at how effective virtual teaching is. I can get through more material because I'm not constantly stopping to give somebody a pen or um, I, you're not interrupted as much. So yeah, I can cover yeah. a lot more material that way. And my goal is to reach millions of children while I'm then on this side of the dirt. I don't plan to retire. So people can reach me through helen-perry.com. My next class uh, in November is posted. I'm I'm working on a speech class for children, so they kind of give their self intro or an elevator pitch, if you will, to be able to introduce themselves, to be able to ask an adult 
if they can have 15 minutes of their time to come talk to them and get advice, maybe it's a dean of a college or, or the principal of your high school. And if they can look someone in the eye, introduce themselves, tell them a little bit about themselves in a quick nugget introduction, then they'll be ahead. That's amazing. Now, are you seeing, or, you know, what are the parents saying when you, you have their child for an hour and a half and the parents that are probably bringing their kids to you, they're probably doing a good job already. Is that the sense that you're getting? Yes. Yes. I had one boy uh, around 12 that he wouldn't look people in the eye and he wasn't responding. And um, I just taught him that skills and I would praise him for doing it and I would have him read things out loud. I've got some really great literature that they read like there's something from um you know Bill had a billboard. Bill was bored with Bill and and then I think there's one from the the Pirates of Penzance or um Osgood's Pretty Good. There once was a pretty good school in a pretty good town and everybody made pretty good grades and you go through this whole thing and it pretty good wasn't good at all good at all yeah yeah so i really have found some really great things for them to practice their speech and diction and read so it's subliminal while they're practicing their speech the message is great mm -hmm. and some of them are silly you know yeah do you make but, kids make their beds absolutely i knew it i knew chores it. I, knew it. I have a you chore chart i share with with parents i have a chore chart allowances my granddaughter caroline and charlotte they're assisting me now and they get paid uh caroline has her own business card she's 11 it says on logo caroline perry executive assistant she wow. is she's better than a lot of high school kids i've had intern and, and work for me. She organizes my supplies. She walks around the room. She helps the students with their hands over the utensils. She helps them write the thank you notes. She's just got it. In fact, she of anybody could take my business and run with it when she's older. She'll she'll have it technologically far advanced of what I can do. And maybe she'll maybe we'll have a video series by then so you have to let me know you have to let us know because i love that you know i work with my 11 year old granddaughter emma she does everything for me too she is smart she is just they just have it kind and considerate and always curious and loves to learn doesn't uh, complain and it's just and her mom's done a really great job but helen for the life of me her mom doesn't make the bed a room just, just feels so better. Free. You can do it the minute you wake up. A room that's just feels better when you make the bed. I know. But you know, that's you gotta pick your battles, but uh I know not I got not it. our house, not not our circus, not our monkey, but I, I really I'm a small business owner and uh I wanna get to more people and I thank you for having me today, Dana. You've I'm always so been glad. a person I've just admired and respected and Look at your reach and how many people you're helping. Well, I'll tell you, you were also on Michael Berry's show, and I know that you 
you probably because he's got two young kids who could probably use a little bit of help from uh, Miss Perry Winkle. And I mean, his kids are amazing, but but uh, all kids need just a little reminder, not coming from mom and dad, but from coming from a fairy godmother who can guide them and make their lives a little bit easier. So give out your website um, again. And I'll uh, wave my wand. Yes. Helen-Perry.com. Helen-Perry.com. That's awesome, Helen. Thank you for all you do for our city. I always say our Houston women are making our city shine, and you definitely are. Born and raised here. Love this city. So do I. I love it. Thank Thank you, you, Helen. Thanks for your time. Anytime. God bless. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, having low energy all day long, start sleeping eight hours great every night on a gallery furniture Tempur-Pedic adjustable sleep set. It'll change your life for the better. You'll have more energy, more cognitive ability. You'll be in a better mood. You may even lose weight. Buy a Tempur-Pedic adjustable sleep set from Gallery Furniture today. Gallery Furniture delivers free, free, free tonight. Start sleeping eight hours great every night. Change your life for the better today.